If you're looking for success in the vacation rental industry, Heather Bayer and the team at CottageBlogger.com are here to show you that it's entirely within reach. Welcome to Vacation Rental Success, the show that features interviews with industry experts, successful vacation rental owners, and more, all geared toward helping you make it happen. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. Welcome to another episode of Vacation Rental Success. This is your host, Heather Bayer, and I'm talking to you from another hot, sunny day in Ontario. It's been phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. I mean, I've been away for, for three weeks in Europe, and and the weather just didn't change from leaving in at the end of August to coming back in mid-September. Um, it's just still hot. It's still sunny. The leaves are really, I I guess they're beginning to change, but it's still just phenomenally gorgeous out there. And the bookings are still rolling in. Um, We have had, as as a rental agency, the the best season, the best year actually, because our, our, um, our financial year ends uh, October 31st. So we're, we're sort of six weeks away from the end of the financial year. Everything's up around 15 to 20%. It's been an amazing, amazing year for, uh, for, for vacation rentals in Ontario. And I've been hearing this from everybody. Not only is the, uh, the rental market uh, huge, I mean, huge in September. It's, I, I used to talk about the doors of Toronto closing on Labor Day, and that was it. It was a struggle to get anybody out. But we've had, we, we have, we've been turning people away from some of the popular properties and saying, I'm sorry, it's fully booked in September. We can't even do a couple of days. They're fully booked. And now this is going into October too. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on, but um, I, I'll take more of it for sure. So we're getting it from the other side as well as more and more new owners come into into the market. They're deciding to to buy properties and and seeing the huge value in renting them out rather than leaving them empty when they're not using them. And and it's there are a lot of factors coming into play. Vacation rentals are seen as more mainstream now, so there's a much greater demand for them. And programs, you know, the HGTV programs now are promoting vacation rental as being almost a given vacation rent yeah, the vacation rental aspect as more of a given in the purchase of a vacation home so the the days of just buying the second home and letting it sit empty seem to be um on the wane now and and this year we've um we've taken on board i think around just under 30 new properties which again has been a record for us uh we've actually turned away a lot more than that. Um, properties that don't meet our standards, because I've, as I've mentioned before, standards across the board are, are being raised as expectations rise. So we are looking, you know, we're looking to 2017 and uh, talking to new potential owners and saying, you know, if, if you want to rent your property and you want to rent it with, with our agency, then there's a lot more that you have to do. Uh, in order to meet these standards. So earlier this year, I 
did a podcast and we met Jan Carlin, who has a who who bought a property in um, in the in the eastern part of Ontario, a place near Bon Echo Provincial Park. Very very beautiful, very picturesque uh, on a on a fabulous lake. And we also met Gary Miller, who I first met at the Vacation Rental Success Summit at a time when he hadn't even bought his he hadn't even decided where he was going to buy a property and that was back in may of this year and and when i last interviewed him he was just in the final stages of preparing his property in paris sound which is north of toronto uh to welcome his first guests and i said at the time when i was talking to both jan and gary let's revisit this at the end of the season and let's let, let's see if you're still as enthusiastic then uh, as as you are now. So we made that agreement, and I'm completely delighted to 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 bring back Jan and Gary now that we're into the middle of September to talk about what the season has been like for them, what it's been like as a new owner, and what they've learnt from the experience. So without further ado, let's. Uh, jump on over to my interview with Jan and Gary. Okay, so I am so delighted to have with me again in part two of the uh, of, of this episode, bringing Gary Miller and Jan Carlin back to you. If you remember, both Gary and Jan had bought their respective properties earlier this year and brought them into the rental market, you know, right at the very beginning of the summer. So they're both a little bit late to to market, as it were, um, because they didn't have the advantage of the months and months of marketing that uh, that would have have gone on if they if they'd kicked off in say February or March. So we're going to have, I'm going to have a chat with with them and ask them about how their summer went, uh, what it. What what it's been like for them as as new owners, and you know if they've gained some new perspectives on the vacation rental market from from doing this thing. So so welcome both of you. Welcome Gary. Welcome Jan. Hello Heather. Hi. Good to be back. Hi Heather and Gary. Great to be back. Well, it's it's lovely to have you know you're still with us. You haven't sort of disappeared off the face of the earth and taken your properties with you. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, we're both still here. Yeah, <laughs> still standing. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know, I know from you know from our season, it's been a it's been a, a crazy, crazy summer. The weather has been phenomenal um, in terms of you know just just constant sunshine. But of course, it's brought with it some issues as well because it was con- also constant heat. And and I know from you know some of the issues that came through to our our agency that the, you know the, the heat's been an issue. The heat was an issue for a lot of guests this summer. Yep. Um, so I'm just going to kick off really by by asking you in general terms um, how the season went, what the experience was like, and and you know how you're feeling now as we're into the middle of September. And and although bo- I know both of you still have uh, reservations ongoing. Um, you know, I know it slowed down a bit, and I just want to 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 see how how you feel now after after the busyness is really over. So let let's start with you, Jan. How um how how do you feel? <laughs> Thanks, Heather. 
um, I feel great. You know, it was um, it was a very successful season, uh, albeit a short season, as you had mentioned. Um, you know, I exceeded uh, my expectations. Um, you know, so certainly credit is due to you guys. You made it exceptionally easy, enjoyable, straightforward. It's just uh, it was a wonderful experience, which is which is just great. So I'm still happy from that. A wonderful season. And, uh, you know, we're still busy right now, actually, and to my great chagrin, and, you know, um, I guess we learned from that. I t- <laughs> we tried booking a, a couple of days or weekends off, but we were late each time um, because uh, you guys had already done your job so well that uh, the time slots were, were booked or we were waiting on somebody to firm up, which is phenomenal, of course. So I think next year I might be a little more proactive and not wait, <laughs> wait so long to um, pick a couple of uh, dates ourselves. But so all in all, everything's great. Well, it, it's proved to be such a successful uh, property. And I know from, your, from, from, from the get-go, your first guests, uh, and I recall way back in, you know, seems like way back now in, uh, in July, your first guests saying, yeah. I love it so much, we want to come back. And they have now booked for, um, for uh, next month, I think. And then I believe they're also, they've also got a week um, penciled in for for 2017. So you know, certainly from from our perspective as your rental managers, uh, it's it's been an absolute pleasure to um, to to deal with a property that's so immaculately presented and and in the knowledge that every person that goes there is 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 enjoying it. It is, it's, it's been absolutely great. So, so Gary, um, you're working with, uh, with a, a rental agency too. And I understand it's, it's a very similar situation, but how's your summer gone? Uh, you know what? It's been absolutely amazing. It's, uh, it's any expectations we had, we blew away. Um, it booked, we didn't have a weekend or a week that wasn't booked, um, pretty much all summer. And going into September, October, it's it's pretty much the same. I'm having scheduling problems trying to get in to do maintenance and and do things. But it's a good a good problem to have, absolutely. But it's still a problem because it's I got to get the time to get in there to get things done to get things fixed. But um, you know what? It it was very educational the first couple of weeks, and I, I really think somebody should write a book about the psychology of short-term rental because it, it doesn't like it goes against nature. You go and you buy these homes, you make these big investments, you invest your blood, sweat and tears, and then you hand the keys over to a complete stranger. And you know, it's, it, you're it's nerve wracking. It, at first I thought I was going to be fine with it, but it was a little, the first time somebody went into the vacation, it was a little, um, you know, we didn't know what to expect and it was, our hearts were, were pacing a little bit, but um, you know what? We, we we've had a great experience. Natasha and I are uh, we're getting pretty good at the changeover now. Um, but I would I, I'm so lucky that I had uh, the experience of the property manager that I'm with Dean that I'm working with and going to Vacation Rental Success and having these tools before I ever started because honestly it it I it was I call it a near miss because. There was a lot of times where if I didn't know and I didn't have the the knowledge that I learned from going to the summit, I would not have been so successful. It wouldn't have gone this easy or not never easy, but it wouldn't have been as successful. That's for sure. That, that, that's great to hear because I, you know, I, I recall, you know, going back to the Vacation Rental Success Summit in, in May, that you and Natasha arrived there. And, you know, I, I mentioned this on the previous podcast, you talked about it, that you were, you were in two minds whether to come because you didn't even have a vacation home at the time and you were even unsure about where you were going to buy it so 
you know, was it going to be Florida? Was it going to be here in Ontario? And uh, it, it is great to hear that all that networking you did, and and you did network constantly <laughs> that weekend, um, yeah. and and the workshops you went to gave you the um, just just all the the support and the wherewithal to um, to to get it taking off so quickly. Um, I mean, and and quite honestly, to to not even know where you were going to buy in May to being here now in September, having had a hugely successful first season that's that's nothing short of phenomenal yes i i'm very I'm, it's got luck and good people on my team because um it, it was it's been really successful and absolutely i credit what i learned at vacation rental success and from the mentors that i found along the way that have helped me and my wife that you know she helps <laughs> <laughs> every weekend she's there she's a machine so i have to give credit to her too or or else so uh yeah she's she's you know we we help each other and uh and the people that I met at uh, at the summit, they've all been absolutely crucial in how successful the summer has been because I've been able to find those resources to ask the questions that otherwise I would not be able to get answers to. So we know you're both using rental agencies. Um, Jan, you're using us, and um, Gary, you're using uh, Dean Curtis with Serenity Vacation Rentals. And I know Dean is doing a fabulous job with uh, with getting that company going. But both of you are managing your own changeovers. Now, this for many of our listeners who have their properties with a property management company, this comes probably as being a little bit unusual because in the mainstream US type of vacation rentals, property management usually means marketing and the changeovers. Mm-hmm. But of course, it's it's it, that that's just not possible in in our situation with with properties so spread about the the province that there's very few agencies that are able to offer a property management service so mm-hmm. you've had to put together your own systems and processes for doing the changeover yarn how has that worked out for you how far do you are, are you physically doing your own changeovers or do you have a cleaner that goes in um, yeah, and so we have a we have a cleaner, Heather. So we've been very fortunate, actually. We had uh, we have some friends up in the area, and um, they had recommended somebody to me, and she's just absolutely wonderful. She's done a great job for us. She's very punctual. Um, she's run into the guests number of times, and she was very happy to report back as to how pleased they were and what a great time they had. So that was really nice to hear. And um, she's been taking care of the changeover. So uh, I don't know if you recall, there was a bit of a scramble at the beginning to <laughs> to get yeah. laundry ready up there, etc. Because as you know, in cottage country, it takes a little bit longer to get people to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did manage to get everything ready just on time. And um, it's worked out very well. So And she's done a great job. And actually, her father is hel- helping me out with maintenance up there when I'm not there. Um, which is great as well. Uh, you know, if need be, uh, because she does have a full-time job as well, so she does this on the side, if need be, you know, we can certainly make our way up there. It's um, not that far from Kingston. It's about an hour and 20 minutes door-to-door. So, But we haven't had to, which is which is just lovely. So it, it's been exceptionally smooth. I, You know, I, I wish I could tell you more or something <laughs> exciting there, but 
There really isn't anything. It's just gone so well. Yeah, it's been great. Well, you can talk about the little glitch that we had when um, when guests turned up that you weren't expecting. Well, yeah, that's a funny story. Now, there is that was a little glitch um, because, uh, y- you know, and it's really we can blame email because there's this cyberspace for emails that they tend to disappear to when, you know, somebody can swear something's been sent or you know, and, and oftentimes it was, but for some reason it doesn't arrive. Sometimes we can blame it on filters or um, the junk mailbox, which in this particular case was in fact uh, what happened. So I received a call from Sandra from your office, who was absolutely phenomenal. She was a real pleasure to work with, um, exceptionally professional, very nice, friendly, and she kept a, uh, you know, the situation just very easy to manage. Um, so Sandra had called and sent an email as well saying, um, oh, hi, on, you know, it's Sandra from your office. Um, if you could just give me a call back, that'd be great. Uh, our guests have arrived and there seems to be a lot of food in the fridge and per- possibly some personal items that have been left behind. And, uh, of course I got back to Sandra as quickly as I could and said, well, Sandra, that's because we left all of our stuff up there because we had just we I had taken a vacation just for about four or five days and we were up at the cottage and the weather was so beautiful and we had such a great time that we thought well you know the cottage isn't booked this weekend so why don't we just go back you know it was I think I came back for two days for work for Thursday and Friday and we had intended to go back on um, on Friday night not knowing of course because i hadn't i hadn't seen the email that you had sent out which was you know residing peacefully and securely in my junk mail um that in fact um the weekend was rented in the following week or you know whatever the time slot was so anyway long story short the people were actually absolutely lovely very understanding um you know i certainly invited them to enjoy my beer which they actually didn't do so i don't know if they were just so exceptionally polite or or perhaps they uh, didn't enjoy the beer selection which wasn't phenomenal, but there was some there. Um, they were very kind, you know, to just push our food to the side. They didn't even throw anything out. And, um, you know, we didn't leave much. And we had cleaned the cottage before leaving. So that's something, you know, we were we were doing anyway. We didn't leave it a mess. The beds were made. You know, the, the place was clean. We just had left some things behind. Um, and my understanding is that they had a wonderful week. Um, we found some flip-flops, actually, afterwards. Um, that, you know, I had emailed you guys about as well. And I just, I mailed those back to, um, one of one, it was, it was two families actually that had stayed there too. So to one of the uh, families and I, uh, I expect they received those. And so, you know, really what was, uh, probably a potential for disaster turned out to be a situation which was managed very easily with all parties being very happy, which, you know, I think is probably your I- I- ideal situation in terms of how it turned out. Oh, oh, absolutely, and it's it's not the first time that um, that guests have turned up to a property that that was not prepared for them for one reason or another. But you know, as as um, as we were saying in the in the chat beforehand, that anything that happens is always a learning point. And for us, um, it is it is we now have a policy um, from that. I mean, we should have done this in previous years, and I think it just sort of went by the wayside this year. Um, just just due to the nature of the busyness of it, but with every you know if if, if a um, if a booking comes in seven days or less uh, notice, then we will make the phone call as well as send the email. 
Yes, I mean, it's, uh, you know, I, I should have probably realized, hey, I usually get an update and I, I haven't seen the last update. And uh, but, you know, you, you get busy with life, right, doing other things. And then it just kind of slipped my mind. We thought, oh, well, we'll just continue to enjoy the cottage. But in any event, it, it yeah. turned out very well and you guys were great at handling it. And the people were lovely, too. And, I you know, I hopefully we'll have them back. You know, um, I think there are a couple people that have expressed interest. And as you mentioned, one booking that is, in fact, returning in October. Uh, and several parties had mentioned they'd be interested in coming back um, next year as well. So I'm pretty we, sure uh, I'm pretty sure they will. So. So, Gary, come, you know, turning to you on this question about changeovers, are you and Natasha doing every one? Uh, no, we, we were doing, uh, when it was week longs, we were doing the Sundays, but now we're getting into shorter weekends and we can't be there, uh, midweek. So we have a cleaning lady and we also have, uh, Katrina, Katrina, <laughs> sorry, Katrina, who does an amazing job. Um, but it's, uh, we, uh, we do have a maintenance per person as well on hand. Um, but for the most part, it's us going up there and doing the chain changeovers ourselves. So and it's... <laughs> Oh, go ahead. So, so how do you feel about that? Because I know when I was doing changeovers on my own properties, uh, I, I got very proprietorial about it. And, <laughs> and you know, regardless yes. of, of how lovely the people were, if they left it in a mess, I, it, it almost changed my perception of them. When, when, quite honestly, if I looked at it in a more practical and pragmatic way, I should have been saying, look, you know, these people were on vacation. We asked them to walk away. We are. We tell them that there's a cleaning service. They can just walk away, and yeah. Yeah. you know, I I should not feel bad about it or judge them in any way for it. So, so I then said, you know, I, I employed a cleaning lady uh, who has become actually a property, a, a full time property manager for for half a dozen property, half a dozen of our properties now, mm -hmm. and and I've said to her, I trained her in the way that uh, you know. If if you cannot if you can clean this property within the five hours that you're there, don't tell me how it was left. Yeah, and that's and that 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 has that that's made a huge difference to me as an owner. Uh, so how do you feel, Gary, when you when you walk in? Have you had any incidences where it's you, you've been disappointed at how the place was left? Uh, no, you know what we've had we've had excellent guests so far. It, it's we, we've been absolutely blessed with our guests. We had a power outage one time, um, and and my guest was like calling me, offering, "Well, I can fix the panel, or I can, you know." I'm like, "No, no, no, you're on vacation. I will deal with this." Um, but sometimes, yeah, when we get up there and we got to do a cleaning, um, you know, there are you know there are times when it's a little untidy, but you know, we have a system. And uh, the team Millers go up there on uh, Sunday morning. We get there at exactly eleven o'clock, and we it, it's it's all four of us for a good five hours to get it to the condition where we want to leave. Now I know that we can't expect that of the cleaning lady to do that exact same clean to that standard that we're used to that we're doing. Um, but it is I can see where you can. You know, uh, you could take it personal a little bit, you know, when you get up there and there's a bit of a mess or they've left, you know, food behind and things like that. But honestly, we've had amazing guests. And the one thing that we do benefit from, um, sometimes, you know, guests have been coming in or leaving as we're getting there. We get, a, a, you know, a quick chance to meet them and talk to them and say hello, um, which is really kind of nice. Um, one time we got up there a few weeks ago and some kids had built this uh, fairy M Muskoka pines out of woods and out of pieces of stick and stuff they found around the property. And that was really cool to find that these, these children were, 
were making memories and they were doing things. And that was exactly what we wanted when we bought the place. And, uh, and they were, they were excited. They were really excited. They just loved it. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. I saw those pictures, um, and just, just look great. So, um, so having having had these the, the experience so far, would would you do would either of you do anything differently if um, if if you were starting this over again? Oh, for sure. I, I know myself. I'm starting a support group called IHateHotTubs.com. <laughs> <laughs> they they uh, that is the thing that thing is the bane of my existence. I I, I live in an area where there's no less than eight uh, hot tub retail stores and. Uh, I go probably three times a week to pick their brains and figure out how to, because I'm not, I'm not up there for the, like for the course Mm -hmm. of the week. So to have a hot tub and to do the maintenance, um, trying to find somebody in the area to go and check on the, the chemical levels and stuff. And it depends on the amount it gets used. So if the guests don't use it, there's too much chlorine. And if they use it too much, then it has to be adjusted. And, uh, so I've had to do a couple of drain and, and refills, um, and that, because I'm on a well, it can be pretty expensive. So I'm trying, I'm struggling with that um, to find better ways or a better system to get that uh, ma- managed. Uh, but for the most part, um, I think if I was going to tell anybody to do, if I was going to do it differently, I would absolutely recommend a man- manager system or to get a property manager for your, at least for your first year, um, or find a mentor that's been doing it for a few years. And I would definitely, um, when I, when, when booking the properties and things like I'm, I'm doing the website myself or I'm doing a website myself. So I'm not relying on the, you know, the Airbnbs and everything. So I'm building my site and that takes time. And if you're planning on being busy the first season, then you absolutely need to rely on a manager or somebody else to do your marketing in advance because, um, you know, by January, by, sorry, by, um, August, it's too late. People have booked months in advance. So I would that's something that I would have done differently. I would have started doing my marketing before I ever took over the property. But you still had a full you, you were still fully booked, right? Yeah, fully booked, but that was, you know, solely on the uh, you know, from Dean from his from mm-hmm. his not from any bookings that I was able to generate. Yeah. So I would want to I, I want to have a fine mix. I want to be able to generate my own leads and my own guests as well. Um, eventually, but you know, Dean is doing a fabulous job with booking it up. So I, I pretty much, that's one thing I don't have to worry about is he's able to book it and he's doing a fantastic job at it. And I work on the systems with the property, with cutting the grass, with the changeovers, that sort of stuff. Um, and, and everything else is separate from him. So yeah, I would, that's how I would do it. If I was going to do it again, I would, I would want to, um, start my marketing in advance and definitely get some systems in place um, for having the right people. Cause that was a big issue too, is like when the power went out, who do I call? Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when, um, when things go wrong, you want to back up to your backup. And I realized that very quickly that I don't have enough people with boots on the ground in the area that can get up there and fix things if something goes wrong. So that's something that I'm working on and, and growing that list of, of people that I like, know, and trust that I can call and say, Hey, I've got this issue. Can you go over and, and fix it? Yeah, that emergency management planning is is just is just so important because you don't know, you know, anything anything could happen. But of course, we I mean, we've seen many ish, uh, incidences of power outages so far this summer, and some of our owners have been really on the ball with it. 
Uh, others, not so much. So plan it, as you say, planning ahead, having those boots on the ground, knowing who to call, that is that 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 is just um just just so important so mm-hmm. jan what would, uh, would would you do anything differently if you were kicking this off again um <clears throat> oh you know likely heather um certainly i think we would have been a little bit more proactive with regards to our own scheduling because as you know you know it's for us it was a dual purpose uh, mm-hmm. purchase uh to use the cottage ourselves um uh, while at the same time, you know, recovering uh, some of the costs associated with cottage ownership um, by renting it out. Now, you know, I, I'm i fairly cautious when I do ROIs and calculations pertaining to investment properties. So, I, you know, I always find that a good surprise is better than a bad surprise. And I, I'm sure most people would agree. So in this case, you know, things were, I mean, we were more successful than I had anticipated, especially with the shortened season, um, which which is a great problem to have. You know, it's the same problem that Gary's had, and I think both of us are probably quite pleased. Um, You know, but at the same time, even though you're very happy about that, it brings its own unique set of challenges in terms of managing time predominantly, because I think similar to Gary, too, with regards to now being in the off season, it's a little bit more difficult to to ne- negotiate the shorter time gaps between when people uh, check out and check in. Now, we've managed it so far, but I think there might be a time coming up where I may actually go up and do the changeover because our cleaning lady may not be able to do it. Um, and you know what? It Really, it's not so much a, a matter of doing things differently, but about it's more learning, you, you know, you're learning on the job, right? For, for myself, while I'm well-versed in investment properties, this is my first vacation rental. Uh, and it's a very, very different piece. And, and Gary's also absolutely right. You know, if there was a psychology 101 for uh, owners for vacation rentals, that would be exceptionally handy because there is a component involved with these properties where, whereby I think you feel a lot more invested personally. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it's difficult to really pinpoint the reason for it, but I think it's really because it's a vacation rental. You know, what do people do on vacations? They enjoy themselves. It's You're creating memories. It's not just about money in, money out. Um, it's there. There's a subjective component, which, you know, you just, you feel a, a different level of investment beyond the monetary investment. And I think that's just, it's, you find the place beautiful. You want to spend time there. You want your family to spend time there as well. You want to create memories and you want those same experiences for other people. Um, we did have an emergency uh, management plan in place. And again, I think we can credit uh, just your podcast and your website, Heather, because I did a lot of research prior to um, going down this road. And we had one occasion as well, um, or situation this year, where I received a call. I think you guys had been, you were closed by this point. I think it was after nine o'clock. I received, this was my only call that I actually received all season um, from a guest. And she was incredibly apologetic, very lovely but a tree had fallen down over the cottage road. And you recall, Heather, it's a long <laughs> cottage road. <laughs> yes. Coming oh, no. in, as you remember. So there was a tree, and it wasn't even on our property. You know, this tree was somewhere way down, cottages passed, and she had gone to a couple of other cottages to see if somebody was there um, to try to get some help. But they had, anyway, long story short, one vehicle on the one side of the tree, one vehicle on the other side of the tree, because they had, I think they were returning from Bon Echo. So she didn't know what to do and if somebody would remove this. And we do have a maintenance company that deals with the road out there, and they would have removed it. 
Um, however, I, I already had somebody set up, as mentioned, a, somebody who helps me with maintenance there. Uh, I gave him a call that night. He was there first thing in the morning, you know, to uh, to cut the tree up and, and to move it. So, you know, I think everybody was pleased. Um, again, the, the situation was resolved successfully and, and quickly and uh, and everybody was happy. So, so, I, so at least she was on the right side of the tree then? Yeah, she was on the right side of the tree. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. We we we've had we you know that's not definitely not the first time we've we've heard of trees coming down across cottage roads and um people being stuck on one side or another of them and and often it it does take uh, a local coming along who who knows yeah. who knows what to do. Um, and, and, you know, in our case, in our local area, they're, they're, they normally carry their chainsaws in their truck anyway. Um, um, but, uh, but certainly your, your, your situation is a little bit more unique because it is a long and, um, and not well-used road. So, so that was great. You were able to get that done <laughs> pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah, we were. No, we were lucky. So everything turned out great. Okay, so yeah. what what were the highlights of of your summer? What uh, you know, th- this this could be anything from you know from from a guest leaving a wonderful comment to uh, to, to just feeling good about it. What was um what what just made you feel great, Gary? Um, I would say probably the highlight. Well, well, the finding the Muskoka Pines Ferry Lodge was was pretty cool. Um, we, as a family, we always, whenever we get up to the property for changeover, we always go to the guest book mm-hmm. and, uh, our guests have left nothing but amazing comments and we like to hear about their experiences. So that's definitely a highlight, um, to see that, that, and people want to come back, you know, that, you know, this could be a memory that they create for their families for, for many years to come. So that's, that's definitely a highlight. Um, also getting to know the area, like we get to go, when we're there, we, we always try to go to a different restaurant and go to, you know, sites and things around there so we can experience them for ourselves and then we can recommend them or not recommend them to our guests. And uh, so we've got to do some pretty cool things. Um, and we're going up to the Bala uh, Wine or Cranberry Festival very soon. Uh, those are definitely highlights because as a family, we get to go up. We, we clean for five hours, but then we get to go on an adventure afterwards. We try to make it fun for the kids and stuff and have a little bit of family time while we're there. So that's definitely a highlight. I love that. I love the fact that it's it's not just a slog to go up there, just do the turnaround, change over and come home again. You're making a making a day of it. That uh, I, I, You don't hear that that much. Most, most people are talking about it as being um, a chore. So it sounds like you've got the right attitude to, uh, to, to, to working that time. Um, and that, that obviously makes it more pleasant for your guests if you've got that attitude. Absolutely. And, and it's great for our kids too. They, they make a little bit extra money doing the changeover. We help, they, they help us, we help them and we get to spend some time together. So my, my one daughter's 18 now, she's going to be going off to university very soon. So I like having the Sundays where we go up and we do the changeovers and we spend some time together and afterwards we try to make it fun. So yeah, absolutely. That's a highlight. Yeah. Any low lights? Um, Apart from the hot tub? <laughs> yeah, probably the hot tub, having to change it a couple of times. Um, I, I wouldn't say I've had any really like low light. Um, you know, it was a lot of work in July. Those were some, some tough times. Uh, getting it ready for vacation renter, uh, that was some some really hard work and blood, sweat and tears went into that. And I, I, 
I definitely uh, bit off more than I could chew at that time. So I learned from that as well. Uh, that would that would be my only low light is that um, you know it, it was everything had to be done and it had to be done quickly. Um, I probably would have given myself more time in hindsight to do all that, but we got it and we did it, and uh, it's been well worth it. So absolutely a good experience, great experience, fantastic. Jan, over to you. Highlights and lowlights. Oh, that's easy, Heather. Highlight. Uh, the highlights are definitely um, you know the great the great feedback we've received and the amount of respect that um, our guests have shown our cottage. Um, it was just a real pleasant, you know, not a surprise necessarily, but a pleasant experience for certain. Um, we had a number of little notes left. And like I said, our, our um, cleaning lady uh, ran into a number of the guests, you know, um, as they were kind of leaving, she was coming in at 11 o'clock and to get the po- positive feedback, there were at least two instances that where um, the families had specifically told her, to pass this on that, you know, it was the best cottage vacation they've ever had. So that's really nice to hear. Um, We had a message uh, left on our blackboard as well. You know, thank you for the wonderful uh, family vacation. Um, So that's, you know, it's, uh, I mean, that's what it's about, you know, beyond, um, beyond the investment component. It's, uh, you want people to have a good time. You want people to enjoy themselves and it's really rewarding when they communicate that back to you. Um, so I think that's hands down the, um, the greatest highlight for sure. There's no doubt about it. And were there any lowlights for you? Um, I don't think there were any lowlights, no. Um, not necessarily. I think, you know, again, the only thing is it's a learning process. And because of um, our intended dual use, I think we would have loved to have spent more time <laughs> up there as well. Well, what a good problem to have, really, right? And who, you, you can only blame yourself because I, you know, I, I was probably not proactive enough in terms of actually scheduling some weekends. But it's difficult with my job to do that all the time. So, uh, and you know, with other activities going on in the summer and kids being involved in, in soccer, and you never know when the tournaments are going to be, and so on and so forth, right? So, those are just the realities of, of mm-hmm. life that you have to kind of deal with. Um, and and beyond that, no, you know, I I was curious to see. And it's, I suppose it's a lot easier when you don't do your own changeovers because as, as you know, I mean, you see a lot more when you come up there, you know, when, uh, when the millers go up to their cottage to do the changeover, they see it probably at, at the worst stage you're ever going to see it. Um, whereas, you know, we skip that particular step by having, um, our buffer in terms of our, our wonderful cleaning lady. Uh, so we don't ever see it, but from the feedback I've received from her, it's, it's, you know, it's always been great and people have been very respectful. There is one time where we did go up uh, before the cleaning lady could get there. And it, I was so impressed as to how, you know, the, the cottage was, va- all the beds were stripped. The laundry was already done. Um, the place was impeccable. It was vacuumed. You know, the, the counters were clean. And it was a larger group, I think two families that, were, that had been there. So another highlight, you know, I even managed to turn the low light into a highlight, Heather. So, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, really, I, I have no complaints. It's been wonderful. So, uh, so are you um, are you staying open for for the winter, or or shutting it down for uh, for a few months? We're going to shut it down. So, but we'll be up and running with you uh, first of spring, Heather. So, you know, we'll you and I will plan together as to. I mean, <laughs> you know, I can essentially have it open up. I think in May, but I think we'll we'll close it down, even though it is winterized. Um, I think for this first year, we'll we'll probably shut it down here in October. 
I'll winterize uh, the cottage and um, and get ready for the spring and, and a full season and see how, how that turns out for us. Yeah, I, sh- I should probably um, just just mention this to to our, our listeners um, about winterizing. For those of you who are down in the southern US and perhaps uh, don't quite understand this term, um, properties that are out on lengthy cottage roads are going to be under considerable stress in terms of snow and ice throughout the winter. So un- unless a property is likely to really get a lot of use through the winter it's not a huge amount of um, of benefit in keeping it open so uh, the owners will go up and winterize and uh, shut down the plumbing system so it doesn't freeze and and really that's it it uh, it gets closed up from the end of October to around about the end of April so what about you Gary well I'm I'm actually thinking that the winter might be my high season because I'm I'm very close to a uh, major snow trail, um, you know I'm in negotiations right now with Natasha about possibly getting a snow machine for myself, um, and that would be always nice to to be able to go up and enjoy. Um, but that we'll, we'll see about that. But yeah, we have uh, so it's inflow radiant heat, and um, we we are on a major road, so that's not like the. I understand the winterizing it. Um, for, for some of the cottages that are off the beaten path, that, that can be a little bit difficult. But for us, we are, uh, we're on a major road, so or just not too far from one. And uh, so I plan on keeping it going all winter long. And uh, so far, it's booking. And uh, I would like to be able to get up there and enjoy it myself this winter a little bit if I could do a bit of ice fishing and stuff. But um, right now, the guests come first, and they are booking up. So if I can't fish, that's a good problem to have. Yeah, absolutely. And and your location makes you know, snow of some sort virtually guaranteed, which uh, which is not the case sort of down where um where our office is located. I mean, we had barely any snow last year. And mm. and it did have an impact on bookings, but uh, you you know, you get the lake effect snow off um off Lake Huron and uh so you are going to have a winter wonderland up there. Yes, I think so. I I've, I've already uh been talking to some of the the locals in the area and they've been showing me pictures of what what it's like in the winter. And I'm like, oh boy, that's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> well, I'd just like to thank you, both of you, for, you know, for taking the time twice now to, to spend a little bit of time with me and tell me about the, the, the whole experience. Because for, for anybody who is considering buying, not only in Ontario, but in any part of, of the world, anybody's going to go through these, these, these same sort of iterations of, of, you know, the, the buying process and then setting it up and then experiencing uh, guests coming and going, using or not using a rental agency and, and just understanding all the ins and outs of, um, of this business. You've both taken it, um, you know, in, in your stride. And I'm, I'm so delighted we were able to come back and review this after a couple of months and to have you have had both, both have had such amazing experiences. So, uh, you know, thanks so much for joining me to get a second time. Well, thank you, Heather. It's always nice to hang out with you. Absolutely, Heather. It's always a pleasure and be happy to do it anytime. Well, I wish you both the the very best for um, for the rest of this this season, which you know, as as, as you know, this summer is um, going on and on and on, yeah. and uh, and for for you, Gary, you know, just 
I'm sure you're going to have an amazing winter season. Um, and I'll look forward to talking to you again, Jan, when we start setting up for, in fact, we'll start taking our bookings anyway in uh, the end of October, beginning of November. So I, I can see Whispering Pines is probably going to be booked out by January. So you'd better get your weeks in yeah. now. <laughs> I think that's that's my due warning, right, Heather? That's, uh, there you that's, go. That's, yeah, I better get myself in gear. Absolutely. No, that's great to know, though. And uh, I'll take you up on that. I'll make sure we get some bookings of our, of our own in there. And um, wishing Gary uh, best of luck as well. Gary and I have certainly kept in touch over Facebook. So we see what each other are doing. And uh, you've got a beautiful place, Gary. And I'm sure winter will be just a great success for you. And that's fantastic. Oh, thank you. I, I'm, I'm definitely going to be booking one of those weeks for sure uh, of yours. I, I want to get up and, and see Whispering Pines. Absolutely. Um, and enjoy that outdoor shower for sure. Oh, it's amazing! I'm telling you, that's probably yeah. another highlight, Heather, right there. That outdoor <laughs> shower is wonderful. It's a definite perk for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, well, once again, thank you, thank you both. I hope we're gonna. I'm gonna see you both at the Vacation Rental Success Summit in 2017, which is May 5th to 7th, and the uh, tickets are going to be on sale very shortly. So I'll let you know when they are. And uh, hopefully um, you two will, can get together there. And definitely for, uh, for any newbies out there, if you're, if you're thinking about going to Vacation Rental Success in 2017, people are always coming up to me um, asking me questions about how we're doing with our, our vacation rental property at Muskoka Pines. And, and you know what? It, I, I always tell them, you know what? It's not as simple as just going out and buying a property. There's a lot of work. There's a lot of uh, research that needs to go into it. And that's where you can get it. So I would definitely for myself, recommend anybody that is thinking about that to go off and, and definitely go to Vacation Rental Success 2017. Well, thank you very much for that, Gary. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay. Thank you both. See you soon. Well, that was great to catch up with Gary and Jan and just hear, you know, what, what the, what's happened with them in the past 10 weeks since we recorded the first episode with them. And it's so great to hear that the enthusiasm is still in their voices. They both sound as though they've had a great time and, and really enjoyed the, uh, you know, the, 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 the start of what's going to be a very great business for both of them. And uh, that was great. Thank you so much, Gary and Jan, for joining me. So uh, as Gary said so nicely at the end of, of that interview. He got a great deal out of the Vacation Rental Success Summit this year. And so we're really delighted that we're working so hard now on next year's event. And we will be telling you a lot more about that in the weeks to come as we launch the early bird ticket sales. So for now, I'm heading out to enjoy the rest of this sunshine uh, just such a beautiful day and uh, so, so nice to get this weather at the end of the summer as we go into the fall. So thanks once again for listening. If you've got any questions, anything that uh, you'd like to ask, uh, either Gary or Jan, please go to the show notes and and write them in there and I'll ask them both to come along and answer any questions that you leave for them. So thanks as I say, thanks again. I look forward to being with you being with you again next week. 
This episode of Vacation Rental Success is over, but don't worry, Heather will be back soon. Want more great resources? Visit cottageblogger.com for tips, tricks, downloads, and strategies to help you achieve profit from your vacation rental business.